The Road to Potomania, presented by Opinions and Beer. Tag along in this annual event with Adam and Ed Ray 1416 into the world of pro wrestling. You're listening to Opinions and Beer. Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the Opinions and Beer podcast exists in this world. And opinions, opinions and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. We are on the next edition of of The Road to Potomania. We've got Ed Ray 1416. Hello, everyone. Ed Ray 1416 is my wrestling co-host. We love wrestling. We love chatting wrestling. You love wrestling? Yes, sir. Wrestling's so good. It's so good in the hood. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about our review. We're going to rev- uh, we're going to give our thoughts on the recent Royal Rumble pay per view, as well as uh, where we would like to see some of this fallout go. What, what our thoughts and uh, maybe some of the um, our opinions on just these uh, kind of like current stars versus some of the younger stars. Not yeah, so the current stars versus some of the older generations that we've uh, we've seen pop back out thanks to the um, Royal Rumble. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna save a lot of our WrestleMania predictions uh, for later down the down the line. Uh, we're not gonna really get into WrestleMania matches. I would like to, but we don't have enough time for that. So we're gonna basically talk about the Royal Rumble, some current star stuff, and uh, we'll see what we can get to. Ed Ray, have you heard? Um, did you hear the intro for this episode? Mm, no. I'm gonna show you the intro to this episode real quick, and let let me. I want you to guess guess the song. What song was that? That was Ric Flair's theme song from WWE back in the early 90s. It was! You knew! You knew! I figured that's going to be the intro of this episode. I think every episode I'm going to have a different uh, theme song. A different wrestler's theme song. I think it's a good idea. All right. (laughs) Anyways, pretty cool stuff. We got Epic Voice, the Epic Voice guy, uh, do our intro for the Road to Potomania. Fuck it, I'm going to kick it off with... The beer of the day, and today's beer of the day is Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company Dream Sickle, coming in at five point nine percent alcohol by volume. That is the beer of the day. Like like we said though, uh, the beer reviews for the Road to Potomania will be held for the end of the episode. Let's jump into our thoughts with uh, the wrestling. Um, Ed Ray, what what's your overall opinion of the Royal Rumble? It was depressing to watch. I almost fell asleep in certain parts. Oh my god. You you disgust me with that thought. So a lot of wrestling critics think, but wrestling no. critics don't know what they're talking about. You know who thinks that? Ooh. AEW Marks. You're an AEW Mark and you know it. You've become that. Sometimes I don't watch AEW. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, you feel I feel like you are. I feel like you're an AEW mark and you didn't like Roy Rumble because you're choosing not to like it. No, it's because there was no live crowd. And how do you have a Royal Rumble without a live crowd? And don't tell me the piped in crowd did any favors for it the Royal did. Rumble. No, it didn't. It was fun. And you see the faces everywhere. But it wasn't genuine. Even Christian uh, praised the faces. Christian, I don't remember seeing him in the Royal Rumble. Exactly, you missed everything. You yeah, skipped I tu- it. Yeah, I turned off the TV because I was depressed. Oh my god! Well, you missed 
you literally missed some of the greatest moments. You missed Edge and Christian hugging, and they tacked, they teamed up against the who they teamed up against. They teamed, they did, a, they did some uh, team up moves against somebody. It was pretty funny. And then um, maybe, maybe it was John Morrison or The Miz. Well, here's my criticism with the Royal Rumble uh, matches in general that there were too many surprises this year. Too many surprises. That was literally the the complaint on Twitter was that there was too less of surprises. No, there's not enough homegrown talent in WWE that was on the Royal Rumble, and that's one of the reasons why Wrong. I turned it off. A lot of people, well, a lot of people on Twitter, the main complaint is that, oh, y'all, y'all announced that Edge is going to be in here. That should have been a surprise. We wanted more surprises. That's the whole point of the Royal Rumble. That's what they said. What's your thoughts on that? Edge being a number one. Why did it even happen? Why didn't they save it for number 23 or number 27 or whatever? So he could win. Yeah, but he doesn't have the stamina to go an hour. As a matter of fact, he didn't even have enough stamina to go 30 minutes. He had the stamina. He Well, I mean, I think he took about 10 minutes out of the match. And the other problem that I had was they were trying to emulate the 1995 Royal Rumble finish with Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog where you have number one and number two going at it the entire time from start to end. Wrong. Number two number two went to the got brought to the back. Randy Orton got injured in the match. Yeah, but guess what? He returned and guess what happens? He number returned. One, That's not an emulation. Number one eliminated number two. And you know, when you see number one and number two at the end and number one wins. It's just not as fun as the 1995 Royal Rumble was. They did that with the Chris Benoit one. And the other problem I had was the controversial ending to the women's Royal Rumble match. Was it controversial? Yeah, because I actually saw Bianca Belair's feet technically touch the floor when Rhea Ripley's feet did not touch the floor. Both of Bianca Belair's Bianca feet touched the floor. So technically, Rhea Ripley won, but she got screwed out of the Royal Rumble. Well, she chose it. She said, come on, let's get back in and face each other. Yeah, but her feet, but uh, Bianca Belair's feet already touched the floor That's before they went back into the ring and did their play and finish. I didn't know that. Well, you go on the internet and you see what I'm talking about. And that was one of the things that pissed me off. Another thing that pissed me off was how boring... <laughs> The last man standing match was... Whatever. That match was fun. I almost fell asleep a couple it was of times only, during the match. It was only boring because Kevin Owens... But you know what? You know what they did better than AEW? All the spots. They did the the the, the cart the cart spot where uh, Roman Reigns legitimately got his face busted, his lip busted from the um, from the plexiglass smashing into his face after he ran over Kevin oh, Owens. Oh, it was realistic, but it wasn't comical, and it didn't keep me exactly. from falling asleep. It wasn't comical. It was brutal. It came out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, where'd Roman Reigns go? <laughs> Boom! Smashed this dude. But still, certain parts of the match almost put me to sleep. Oh, my God. And, of course, you have that big botched ending. Oh, <laughs> where he couldn't get the cuffs off? At least that at least that, fir- that first one where he grabs his ref and knocks him out. That was fun. The only thing that surprised me about the Royal Rumble was that Nia Jax did not injure anybody in the Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, that is surprising. You yeah, think- because she injures most girls. <laughs> uh, my, uh, what, what are your thoughts that, um, that the, that's, that apparently most of the returns at the Rumble are not 
are not one-offs. We're going to start seeing a lot of these returns. Uh, they're going to have more matches down the line. So we're going to see more matches with Christian, who returned. We're going to see more matches with uh, Carlito, who returned. Yeah, but they're all going to be part-timers. Yeah. yeah Carl- they said that uh, the Carlito, he's going to wrestle some matches, but he's uh, he's going to be a part-time talent, part-time. He's going to be a part-time talent, full-time producer. They're hiring, and, they, and they're, this is the problem with having legends return if they're not doing one-offs because they're part-timers, and those part-timers are not going to do anything for the ratings. They're not going to get the interest of the casual viewers. I wasn't going to... Uh, I said I wasn't going to uh, say this, but I, I, I kind of have to. Uh, I think... I think Carlito... I think I, if they don't book Carlito versus Drew Mack for the title at Mania, what a waste... What a wasted return. Now, a lot of people say that Edge versus Roman Reigns is going to happen at WrestleMania. Exactly. So, Edge, Roman. Look, I don't have a problem with the match. It's just, I don't want Edge to win the title. He won't. They're keeping that title on Roman Reigns until uh, Hollywood WrestleMania. Two years. I'm telling you. You think Roman's going to hold the title for that long? Yeah. As a heel? Then he'll probably lose it to The Rock. Whatever they do, they cannot have him lose the title. You know they what? cannot have him turn face either. How's this? I'll, I changed my stance. I think he'll lose it. I think he'll lose it to Drew McIntyre. But at, Drew McIntyre's already a champion. I know, but I'm saying they're going to... At some point, they're going to do the brand, you know, the, obviously the draft, brand draft, where they, you know, switch wrestlers around. The only person that I can see taking the title off of Roman Reigns legitimately is Drew McIntyre. Maybe at uh, next year's Mania. I think I think Roman Reigns is champion for a while. I think in the next year's Mania in Dallas, Dallas, uh, yeah, in Dallas, Drew Mack takes the title from Roman. Maybe Roman Reigns gets the title back at a uh, SummerSlam, and then we can just build from SummerSlam all the way to Mania in California and Hollywood for the uh, Roman Reigns versus The Rock match. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that they better have some good builds to WrestleMania this year. Hey, WrestleMania, This is, apparently uh, uh, everyone's pretty happy right now in the back room because this year's WrestleMania is going to have a crowd. It's going to be the first event. Yeah, but the question is, is it going to be fully sold out or is it going to be 20,000 people? They're, they're, they're watching the um, however many fans are at the Super Bowl. That's how many. So I don't know how many fans they're allowing in the Super Bowl, uh, but that's how many fans they're aiming for. Super Bowl. Super Bowl number, because it's the same stadium, I think. So we'll have to keep our eyes on the Super Bowl, see what happens with uh, fans. Yeah, I'm going to say this. If Edge defeats Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, I'm going to riot. Who do you think uh, Christian should be um, feud feud with now that he's back as a part-timer? I have no clue because I didn't even know he was going to return. Yeah, he returned, man. You missed it. He returned. Uh, Damian Priest is now uh, on the main roster, and and they're going to bury him in the next couple of months. I don't know. No, they just well, they just uh, did that whole uh, gimmick where, oh, look at that old guy. They're they're basically comparing Damian Priest to the next like John Cena type of you know. He's going to be a star. They're, they're already pushing him to be a they, star. They always say this stuff, and then they end up burying the talent two months later. We'll see. I mean, because they, they did the, they did a recreation of a uh, of the. Uh, remember when Undertaker shook hands with um uh John Cena on John Cena's first night? Well, they did the same thing with Edge. It was Edge 
shaking Damian Priest's hands, and you know, so we'll they're 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 thinking that Damian Priest might become a uh, a bigger bigger name with WWE. Well, we'll find out about that, but I'm not going to hold my breath over it. Why won't you hold your breath over it? Because they always say the same thing about other stars, and then they end up getting buried. I was surprised that Carlito looked so jacked coming back. Carlito looks... He, man, when, 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 we lost, when we last seen Carlito, he was a tag team title guy. He was a, he was a you know, a middle card. He was the definition of a middle carder. He has returned, and he looks like a main eventer. Yeah, but just because you look like somebody like a main eventer doesn't mean you are a main eventer. I mean, take a look at Kevin Owens. He's not a main eventer, but somehow they made him put it. They put him in the main event, but he doesn't have the look of one. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Kevin Owens should not be in the main event scene at he, all. He has always been a <laughs> mid carder. You cannot compare Kevin Owens to Mick Foley. Yeah, at least Foley, he worked his way up. Oh, is that what they're doing? They're comparing Kevin Owens to Mick Foley? Yeah, because look at all the bumps that Kevin Owens has taken over the years. Falling on a cage. Oh, uh, okay. doing all these ridiculous falls just to get over, and it's not working. Okay. I was questioning it. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, but he just doesn't, he doesn't have a cool look. Mick Foley has such a grungy look. You know, Kevin Owens is like, he's... It's kind of like what Undertaker said on Joe Rogan. Like Kevin Owens is too, too much of a pretty boy. You know, he's he's kind of heavy, but I mean, he's like a heavy set guy. But he's like he's too like clean looking. He doesn't like he does he doesn't look grungy and gross and doesn't he doesn't look like he does Kevin Owens does not look like somebody that pulls a sock out of his ass and force feeds it to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Mick Foley, mankind. You know. That is a grungy dude. That's a fucking grungy. He, he looks hardcore. Kevin Owens does not look hardcore. Does not look like he deserve. He does not look like somebody that should be in the main event scene. Mick Foley in his prime would have destroyed Kevin Owens within three minutes. Yeah. Mick Foley, uh, speaking of, is like one of the only legends that are speaking positive of the current roster. I wonder why that is. You think Probably Mick, because he gets a secret paycheck from Vince McMahon every once in a while to put over the talent. No, then how come no one else? Undertaker talked bad about current roster. Uh, Booker T did. Um, Stone Cold has. Numerous Stone Cold occasions. has. Jazz. Jim remember, Ross. Remember Jazz? Oh, I remember yeah, Jazz. Yeah, she actually is a uh, perfor- She actually is a trainer now at the Performance Center, and she's talking like, yeah, they're 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 soft. They're soft. They're soft. And, and of course, Jim Ross was very critical of exactly. WWE for several years. So, so I mean, these people are being paid by Vince McMahon, but for some reason, Mick Foley, he's like become the wiener of the world, and he's the wiener. He's like, they're so tough. I like the new generation. They're tough. <laughs> they're tough. The the only tough wrestler oh, in God. WWE is Bray Wyatt because he you can see, knock somebody's lights out. Did you see Mick Foley apologize? To uh, <laughs> to fake Drew McIntyre, to that actor, they're, they're, they had an actor uh, come and face off against uh, Gilberg because uh, it was they were they were mocking uh, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg, and they had Gilberg versus this random actor. I didn't even know that Gilberg came out of retirement. Yeah, he came out of retirement, and he and he kind of had like this little segment with this actor that was pretending to be a drunk, fat <laughs> Drew McIntyre, and uh, <laughs> Mick Foley made a joke about about the about the guy like 
ha ha, it's Drew McIntyre with a little weight, ha <laughs> ha, whatever. And then, uh, dude, Twitter hammered him and said, "You're you need to be canceled. You're fat shaming. You're shaming him. You're you're bullying him." And and then Mick Foley, you know, he's all like. I'm so sorry. I said this stuff. I said it's like, oh my, Mick Foley, you are a liberal coward now. What happened? You're weaker. Oh, and... No, all those stair shots to the head made him think like a dumbass. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I was like, gosh, damn it, I, Mick. I, I'm I'm glad that chair shots I, to the head are banned. I respect Mick Foley as a wrestler, but recently his comments have been have been uh, eye rolling to say the least. Yeah, well, let's just summarize what I did see at the Royal Rumble. Drew McIntyre winning on Goldberg, smart idea. You said, uh, and you lost. You lost. You said, you said he would win. Yeah, I lost that one. Now, (laughs) Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Sasha Banks won, obviously, because she's got to have her heat as a champion. I don't like that. I I only don't like it because Carmella has done nothing as far as on her return. She hasn't really won any matches. What she's done, what she's done, you know, what has Carmella done? Like, what's the point of bringing her back? They Maybe they should, you know what? They shouldn't have shoved her in the title scene if they weren't going to give her a win because now she's just going to go back to doing nothing. All right. uh, Were there any matches prior to the women's Raw Rumble? Uh, There was that, uh, the tag match that was on the pre-show. Did you watch that? Nah, no, the, I, I never watched the, the women's pre-show. the women's tag title match. In, uh, no, I never watched the pre-show. Oh, okay. It ain't worth it. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler uh, retained. Uh, no, no, they took they the won. title. They won the titles. All right. So anyway, women's women's Royal Rumble. It was a good finish, but it was still controversial because of Bianca Belair's feet touching the floor. Yeah. Did I? Am I missing something? Did I? Did they have a match that I'm just not aware of? I can't remember. Then there's that uh, last man standing. Man, there must have not been those those Royal Rumble matches must have just been like an hour long each. Two hours. Started at five? The show man, that last man standing match was long. I mean that's it what was it long and that was one of the reasons why I fell asleep. Royal Rumble twenty twenty one. You want to hear the, uh, you know what, no, let me do the stats. You want to hear the Royal Rumble 2121 stats and tell me what you think. So here we go. Um, the most eliminations of the Royal Rumble was a tie, three-way, to- three-way tie between Big E, Damian Priest, and Seth Rollins. Look at that. They've already given Damian Priest, you know, tied for the most eliminations in the Rumble. I think he's on, you know, that's, that's kind of spells that they they want to push Damian Priest on the main roster. Yeah, but they need to build him up right because if you push somebody so fast to have them lose, then what's the point of pushing them? And then Bobby Lashley looking strong with three eliminations. He actually had some pretty solid eliminations, Bobby Lashley. I'm surprised at him. Uh, his fucking Raw match the next night was bad, though. Uh, well, it wasn't horrible. I mean, just people were complaining about it because... Uh, uh, I guess because I guess it ended in DQ because he just held on to the uh, Master Lock. I don't, know. I don't know why people are complaining about it, to be honest. Uh, I love Bobby Lashley. He needs... Bobby Lashley versus Lesnar. Make it happen! <laughs> and then uh, uh, Edge, Edge, the winner, had three eliminations. There wasn't that many. Um, we're looking at this. The most eliminations is four. So there was no there was no true standout eliminator in this, huh? There was no dominant superstar. It was kind of all even. 
I don't like. I kind of don't like that. Yeah, that's kind of weird, you know. I I kind of like seeing someone got seven eliminations. You know what I mean? Like that one guy, that one badass got seven. Kane Kane came in, got two eliminations to add to his elimination record. <laughs> uh, he was eliminated pretty fast by uh, Damian Priest. Oh man, Christian had one elimination. Some of these are. Some of these they they didn't really eliminate anybody. They um to tie. They like eliminated somebody with each other because like this. I think this adds up to almost. Almost wasn't even in the Royal Rumble and had two eliminations. How do you eliminate two people? <laughs> he really care? did because he he because he was so fucking dude. Okay, final thoughts. Uh, I was saying that, but you know, final thoughts. Here's our last talking point. I want to talk about almost. When do you think we're gonna see him? In a match. Whenever Big Show can return to the WWE to get him over. Because almost Because he's too big to wrestle. Dude. Almost is kind of scary. I mean... I mean, he's really scary if you think about it. Because, like, just how... I, I, You know, you look at him, you see he's big. But I never realized how big he was. Because he'll just... He just reaches his damn arms in and just, like... He just yanks these people out of the ring. He was yanking people out of the ring... And he just like he like engulfs them in his arms, in his hands. He just engulfs them and pulls them out. So he must be seven foot six or seven foot seven, huh? Yeah, he's he's pretty big. I don't know. He has any he yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, it's not just he he's not just tall. He has a long reach. His arms are fucking long. My question is, can the guy wrestle? I uh, he did a move to somebody. He he smashed someone. Um, or he threw someone over the table. But yeah, I, I don't know if he can wrestle. You're right. Uh, so yeah, the, who, who, so you think, so that's our last thing, almost, his first match, you think it's, you think it's going to be Big Show? Yeah, I mean, who else is going to get him over? <sighs> but he's, he's, he's teamed up with AJ Styles, so maybe AJ Styles versus almost, if he turns on him. AJ's going to have a hard match with him. <sighs> I, I, maybe that's why they sent almost to the training center. Maybe, maybe he's not ready yet. They're building up to it. Anyways. Let us know in the comments. Comment. Uh, uh, go to our Facebook group. Join us on Facebook and let us know who you think almost should who you think almost should wrestle first. Because almost is going to be a he might be one of the first big men that are actually good. I I hope so. It's hard, man. You have great Kali, you have giant Gonzalez. You always have these giant men, but you know those two suck. It's hard to get a really big dude that's fucking good. So maybe almost is going to be that guy. Uh, we were drinking Buffalo Bayou Dream Sickle at 5.9% in alcohol by volume. Uh, this was a solid beer. The orange flavor does come out. The orange vanilla. Uh, it's very mild, very timid, but it's a solid beer. Uh, whew, I'm going to give this an... I could drink these all day, so I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Dream Sickle, Buffalo Bayou. The road to Potomania has begun. You are hearing Ed Ray and Adam talk about the road to Bottomania. Can't wait for the WrestleMania happen. WrestleMania 37. Is it 37? I think so. WrestleMania 37. Be there or be square. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And I'm going to slap into a Slim Jim. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> and that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions 
and beer. We are a million temporary.